Hello everyone, my name is Brendan Moore, and that noise you're hearing is my ventilator. And welcome to Page Turners They Were Not, my Star Wars podcast. Today we celebrate the nine actors who brought Darth Vader to life in the Star Wars saga. Yes, you heard me right, nine actors. The nine actors who brought Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader to the screen. So let us begin with the original Star Wars film. Darth Vader was played by David Prowse and James Earl Jones. David Prowse was a British bodybuilder who wore the suit. And James Earl Jones, of course, provided the iconic voice of Vader. Now today, we're just going to celebrate. There are some, a little bit of behind-the-scenes drama, particularly involving David Prowse. I don't want to get into that here, but I would recommend, if you're interested in that drama, check out How Star Wars Conquered the Universe by Chris Taylor. But, let's talk about this performance here. Dave Prowse brought the infamous simplicity of movement that Vader is known for. If you notice, Darth Vader has a particular way of moving way standing that's very still. One of the interesting things is in Star Wars Rebels, the animated show, Darth Vader appears and engages in a couple of lightsaber fights. Now we know in our modern age, and they knew this while making it, that we're used to flips and, and and cool acrobatics and the dance-like coordination of the Duel of the Fates fight. But that would not have fit Darth Vader. That is not his style, and so the animators in that show made him very much as he was brought to life by Dave Prowse. Basically like a mountain that doesn't move. James Earl Jones, of course, brings the iconic voice of Vader. And the movements of Dave Prowse and the voice of James Earl Jones are what I think make Darth Vader so incredibly iconic. Now, Darth Vader is not a very interesting villain in the original film. You learn a little bit of backstory, you kind of get the mystery of his encounter with Obi Wan. But. He definitely, it's in the later films that he became a more interesting character. With that said, let's jump ahead and do The Empire Strikes Back. In the Empire Strikes Back, yet again, it was Dave Prowse wearing the suit and James Earl Jones providing the voice. However, a new detail was added, and that is during the fight scenes. 
the lightsaber fight on Cloud City. Darth Vader was played in the suit by fight choreographer Bob Anderson. Bob Anderson is a great fight choreographer who has worked on such films as The Princess Bride, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, I think even Pirates of the Caribbean. The list goes on. Now, David Prowse was notoriously, um, just because of his brute strength, broke a lot of the, the lightsaber blades that they would use during the scenes. Of course, those were animated later. Or animated over, I should say, to give them the glowing lightsabers. But they were very fragile, and Dave Prowse, just because of his, I think, lack of finesse, would break a lot of it. So Bob Anderson was brought in, as he is a more graceful individual and a trained swordsman to perform the lightsaber battle. Now, let us add another actor. In the, in the Empire Strikes Back, in the special edition in 1997, and in all the subsequent releases, is a scene when, after Luke falls down the shaft in Cloud City, Vader returns to his Star Destroyer. What he does is, there's a scene missing in the original, where one minute he's on Cloud City and he says something like, bring my ship, and the next minute he's on his Super Star Destroyer. So in the special edition, they added the scene of Vader getting on his, his, shuttle, and, his shuttle and arriving on his Super Star Destroyer. With a whole new sequence filmed just for the 1997 release that was not filmed at all for the originals. And in that scene, Darth Vader has no lines, but is played by visual effects artist C. Andrew Nelson. That is one of the scenes that I'm actually okay with them adding in the special edition. Because it's it's a missing scene and it doesn't detract from the film. And it actually meshes pretty well visually. Anyhow. Now we go ahead to Return of the Jedi. Yet again, it's the triumvirate of Dave Prowse, Bob Anderson, and James Earl Jones. But another person is added to the mix, and that is legendary British Shakespearean stage actor Sebastian Shaw. Sebastian Shaw plays the unmasked Lord Vader. Or should I say the redeemed Anakin Skywalker. He has only a very, very few lines and gives such a mesmerizing performance in that scene. 
Now, I've already talked about how when I was a kid, that scene really stuck out to me. But he, he brings such brilliance, such grace, such sadness to the role. It's it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. And it was so interesting to see that this dark figure who terrorized the galaxy was a broken old man. Full of regret. It, it, yet, it, as, I, as I mentioned, Darth Vader becomes a more interesting character as the original trilogy progresses. So thank you, Sebastian Shaw, for bringing such uh, pathos, I think would be the right word, to the character. Now we jump ahead to The Phantom Menace, where, of course, a young Anakin Skywalker is brought to life by Jake Lloyd. Now, we are not here to talk about the performance given by Jake Lloyd. I think Jake Lloyd did fine with what he was given. I know a lot of people gave him a lot of flack for not being the best actor, but the, he was 10 years old. I mean, for heaven's sake, what do you expect? But, putting that aside, we get to see where Anakin Skywalker began his journey. As a good kid, with a good mom who taught him how to be good and treat evil kindly, And yet we know where he's going to end up. This also throws in the myth of the Chosen One. Or the prophecy of the Chosen One, which I think adds even more amazing depth to the character of Anakin Skywalker. Knowing that even though he fell to the dark side, he did ultimately redeem himself and fulfill his destiny. And Jake Lloyd brings, I think, such a, a wonderful youthful energy to the character, and I think, for what it's worth, it was, he does a pretty good job. I'd say he does a good job with what he was given. And, you know, let's, let's try to be a little bit kinder to him. He only did what the director asked him to do. But nonetheless, I still tip my hat to Jake Lloyd for what he brought to the character. Let's jump ahead to the Phantom Menace and Revenge of the Sith, where Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader, including when Darth Vader's in the suit, is played, of course, by Hayden Christensen. Now, of course, we could fill a book with the criticisms of Hayden's performance, most of which I agree with. Yet again, he is doing what the director asked him to. He is doing what's written he does not deserve any mistreatment, and I'm actually kind of glad to see the fans are now more embracing of the actors that we used to rather demonize. Now, I do, I think Hayden Christensen unfortunately gives a bad performance in Attack of the Clones. But, I do think he gives a better performance in Revenge of the Sith. Now, I'm not saying that he gives a good performance, but certainly a better performance than he did. However, there are a couple of moments, I think, 
where there is some legitimately decent acting from Aiden Christensen. The scene such as when he's in the Jedi Council Chambers, as Mace Windu is off to arrest Chancellor Palpatine. Where we get that 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 music of him and Padme like connecting across the skyscrapers of Coruscant with that kind of low, frightening hum of music. And you see that in that moment, Anakin is deciding whether or not he should help the Chancellor help Chancellor Palpatine or fight against Chancellor Palpatine. Palpatine has given him kind of the bait by saying, hey, join up with me and you won't have to worry about Padme because we'll save her life. You know, it's a very tempting offer and Anakin is very much pulled by it. So there's some good scenes there. Um, some, some of the stuff on Mustafar is pretty good. When he's gone and become Darth Vader and he's got the glowing red eyes. Um, and he just, I think he captures that wickedness quite well. There's actually a Hot Toys figure of Anakin Skywalker in Episode 3 with the red eyes. So I guess technically he'd still be Darth Vader in that part. Or he would be Darth Vader in that part. But I want that figure. And but regardless, I think he brings a lot better performance to Revenge of the Sith. Yet again, it's ultimately up to the writing and the directing to really bring a good performance out of an actor. But I do think that Aiden did a better job in Revenge of the Sith. And I thank him so very much for what he's brought to the character. Now, of course, we come to the next time we see Darth Vader, and that is in Rogue One. The character of Vader in Rogue One, I think, is overall not that interesting. However, as many of you, I'm sure, agree, the hallway fight at the very end of the movie with Vader is, I think, and I'm sure many people do, that is the greatest Darth Vader scene, or one of the greatest Darth Vader scenes we have ever seen. I remember that, um, you know, I knew that Vader was going to be appearing in Rogue One. And of course we see him at the Mustafar Castle, which I thought was really cool. Oddly enough that he built his home near where he had his final showdown with, well not final, but his, his legendary showdown with Obi-Wan. That Vader would choose to build a home, his castle, there. And, um, you know, that scene with Krennic is, it's alright. And, you know, if, if I think, if I heard correctly, that was originally really the only time we were going to get Vader in the movie until the filmmakers decided they needed to do something better with him. So they added the 
idea of having the great hallway fight there at the end of the movie, which is marvelous. So in Rogue One, Vader is brought to life by two actors, Spencer Wilding and Daniel Nepris. Now, I'm not sure who played who in what scene, but, you know, props to them for what they brought to the character. And, of course, in any, every cinematic representation of Darth Vader in the saga, he has been voiced continuously by James Earl Jones. So, I'd like to thank very much these nine actors for what they brought. Darth Vader is a cultural figure known around the world. Even the people who don't know Star Wars, I think, know who Darth Vader is. Anakin Skywalker. I think Vader is one of the great movie villains. Is Anakin one of the great movie heroes? Well, I don't know about that. But I'm so very glad for these actors, for the talents that they brought. Which have made Darth Vader the figure that he is to us today. So this has been my celebration of the actors behind the iconic Dark Lord of the Sith. My name is Brendan Marr. Thank you for tuning in to Page Turners. They were not my Star Wars podcast. May the Force be with you.